They're coming to get you. The persons who have recently died have been returning to life. Have been returning to life. The Fear Central Radio Show. Hey fellow horror fans, welcome to the Fear Central Radio Show. I am your host Mike, and my co-hosts this week are... Chris, Heather, Paul. Alright, so we got the full crew here this week. Excellent, I like it. Um, So last week we were kind of, you know, not around, um, because in our part of the world, the flu had been has been running rampant. Oh my gosh, flu, strep, all of it. It's all out there like a Cronenberg movie up in Texas yeah it really was it was was like it was like the Texas shivers it was (laughs) and then in Walmart it looked like you know the walking dead was taking place (laughs) yeah um so we are back this week and we are getting ready to start our uh series on the history of horror uh so it's probably going to be about three or four shows um because this show we're going to go from the theater up to 1919. <laughs> baby, baby Cujo getting on you? Just trying to. <laughs> this is not a romantic moment, please. Let's not. I'm trying to show you some um, Crowley love. Bow wow, chicka wow wow. Yeah. Bow wow. Yeah, bow wow. <laughs> no, thank you. She wants candy. Oh, not that kind. <laughs> Interspecies love is just not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, but yeah, uh, so we're going to start our history of horror. And then uh, next show, we'll go in from like 1920 to 1940. Then we'll touch on the 40s and 50s, a show after that. Ooh. And then we'll start breaking out down per decade because really the bulk of what we consider horror movies really started kind of in the 70s. So then we'll do a show <laughs> in the 70s, show in the 80s, on the 90s, the early 2000s, and then now. So yeah, about six, seven shows. So that's where we're at. And. Uh, we also have to, uh, with heavy heart, very heavy heart, give our condolences to the Paxton family. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, because Bill Paxton has passed away. Uh, he was age sixty-one, and he's done a lot of great stuff. I mean, he will never be forgotten because of the amount of work he's done. Right. Um, he's just an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, I've seen several comments from various people that have worked with him online that have just uh, Tom Hanks for one was just like he, he's a great man mm-hmm. yeah you know um, some of you may remember him from such horror greats as Aliens ooh you know love me some Aliens mm-hmm. yes yes he finally has game over mm-hmm unfortunately yeah um, you mentioned a couple others that uh, Near Dark Near Dark mm-hmm. Near Dark because that one was filmed right after Aliens with James Cameron's wife so right yeah uh, and then there was that other one um, um, frailty, frailty. That's oh, right. I liked that one. Yeah, he was in that one. I forgot um, he was in that he, one. He's uh, a he's a Texan native, right? Yes, yes. yes he's yeah. from Fort Worth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah. Not um, far from us. No, not far at all. Uh, he was also in uh, the first Terminator. He had a little bit part there. Yeah, yes. he did. Yeah, he was yeah. one of the punks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, most notably, you may remember him from Weird Science as the brother. Yes. Or Twister. Or, or Twister. Twister. Which I liked was him in Twister. His, his, Heck uh, yeah. Hubba hubba. Huge lead role there. Right. Mm-hmm. His little breakout role. Yeah, he was in Nightcrawler. Yeah. was a competing videographer. Yeah, but more recently he's done a lot of TV work, but also right. Edge of Tomorrow. He is oh, hysterical yeah. in Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, he right. is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, HBO has given their condolences um, because of uh, was it 
Texas Rising that was on HBO? Or no, training, that was, that it, was, it was Training Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His, that was, uh, Texas Rising was History Channel. I've right. actually I've actually watched that. that I've was, seen part of it. It was it was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, we no longer will have uh, Mr. Bill Paxton with us. Hmm. Hatfields and McCoys. I think that was a HBO show, wasn't it? That was also History oh, Channel. History Channel. Yeah. That was that was the yeah. Yeah. History yeah, that was, Channel I've seen that one too. Big I liked lo- Big, Big Love. Love. That, Big was that was HBO. That was HBO. That was HBO. Right. Yeah. Okay. One of my mom's favorites. She loved that show. Yeah. So, uh, oh, he did a voice in Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we was don't need the... to. We don't need to reference Spy Kids movies right now. Oh please. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's that's a whole different kind of horror movie. <laughs> but, but to take on a name called Dinky Winks. <laughs> Dinky Winks. Uh, I'm gonna come up with a dinner, and we're gonna call oh, it Dinky Winks. I forgot he was in Mighty Joe Young. The remake. Uh, mm-hmm. He was in Titanic. Yeah, yes, yeah he was in Titanic. Yeah, the, the guy who sat there and listened to the story the whole time, just yep. for the old woman to just throw the jewel in the sea at the end. I right. know. Right. He was in <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Yep. Yes, he was. I did not know. He that. did it one of those. Um, Twister, of course, we mentioned that one. Indian Summer. Chris, you've seen that one. You've got that one. Yes, I have that one. I loved mm-hmm. him in that one. Um, Predator, Predator 2. 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Navy Seals. Brain Dead. Brains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deadly Nightmares TV series. He was series. even in Miami Vice. I mean, come on now. I know How Miami Vice. That be? Right? He was big time then. Yeah. <laughs> I like his title in the Terminator though. Uh, punk leader. Punk leader. Punk leader. Oh, I forgot he was in Streets of Fire. That was a great film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, Clyde the bartender. Yep. <laughs> Clyde the bartender. <laughs> Clyde the bartender. Stripes. Hey. He was a soldier. Oh, look at his first uncredit, uncredited appearance. Crazy, crazy mama. mama. Crazy mama. <laughs> That's what people say about us, Chris. And for those of us crazy that, mama. that remember yes, way are. back to the, the I song thought it was Fish Heads. Shit crazy. I do remember Fish Heads. Fish he was the uh, guy fish in the video. Heads. Really? Yeah. I remember Fish Heads. Yep, yep, yep. It's a little before my time, but I do. Yeah. Um, I kick it old school. <laughs> <laughs> As one always says, where's in my walker so I can beat her with it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So me and Paul, we kick it old school. Yeah, with us old schoolers. Yeah. What up, G? <laughs> Word. What are you upping? In? I don't know. And don't why know. are you? I don't know. But he did. It. He also did some directing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did y'all do that? I I, I did. Uh, isn't frailty his? I didn't. I believe so. I'm gonna lie. I didn't. Um, yep. He directed Fish Heads. Look at that. Well, there you go. And wow. Frailty, the greatest game ever played. And, and tattoo. tattoo. So he has the legacy the legacy of Fish Heads. Secures yes. his place in history. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we bid a fond farewell, but never forgotten, Bill Paxton. Nothing but peace and love, brother. That's right. Game over, man. Game over. You'll be missed, Chet. Yes. And, uh, you know... You better straighten up and treat Wyatt right. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll give you a set of elephant balls. (laughs) Okay. um, Okay, moving along. There we go, moving along. Um, So, the history of horror, it's been around for, well, really forever because, you know, uh, sitting around campfires is far back as time can mm-hmm. be you know you can right. imagine neanderthals or whatever with whatever language they had talking about the horrors of being chased by a saber-toothed tiger or uh, you know uh, something like oh. that 
I actually go look that? that up. That was my Neanderthal. No, Sorry. I actually used to know what the first what the first horror novel was because I had my backgrounds to Western Lit class in college. It's was called the Bible, you know. Gothic. You ever go in there and read that thing? Some of the skittish. I thought it was going to look up if Neanderthals actually told scary. stories around the fire. Did you hear my Neanderthal? It was. I did. Pretty, it was. It was, it was, it was epic. really good. It was, good. It was really it was pretty good. good. It was pretty epic. Well, what? we also. We, I, I we've all I'm seen, married to one, so you know I got this down. <laughs> Has everybody seen Caveman with Ringo Starr? I think uh, so. You know, where they're all long, like, Unga, Unga, Tunga, And then yeah, there's the yeah. one yeah. Asian guy goes, Fire. No, Unga, Tunga. Fire. fire. <laughs> First horror novel, 1765. 1765. Horace Walpole published The Castle of Otranto. Which was not long. That, that wasn't too 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 much uh, early, earlier than when uh, uh, the uh, Grignol opened. Because that no. was uh, oh, 1798, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Till 1960. Yeah. No. But uh, the whole notion of uh, the gothic sensibilities and stuff like that, which are kind of built on unease <laughs> and everything, right. that started much earlier. <laughs> right. Uh, 1500s, 1600s. <clears throat> so, <coughs> I read the first gothic novel for that class. It was 500 pages and nothing happened. What? So, uh, <laughs> that was 500 pages of nothing. It's like being at sea. See, and the, ca- the castle nothing. it was set in was dark, though. I can tell you that. And it was a right? stormy night. <laughs> it was a dark there were a lot of nights in it. <laughs> it always night rained. after night after night. The rain came down against the shutters. Did you say it was a dark night? No, I said it was a dark and stormy night. Oh, so... How do you know that name? (laughs) Right? (laughs) I was just going to (laughs) say... A wet Batman. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Dark and stormy. Barbara Gordon must have been around. No! Oh! I was referencing Lego Batman. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure you were. Not the killing joke, which was kind of uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the the Grand Guignol. um, Probably the first noted entertainment, really, to bring out horror. Mm -hmm. Um, I did extensive research on it, and now I'm just drawing blanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um. From my exposure to um, from my exposure to Grand Guignol, uh, first time I remember seeing it at anything was Interview with the Vampire. Oh, your guilty pleasure! It is. It hey, is. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It, there's nothing it's wrong a with pretty that. movie. It's a pretty it movie. It is a pretty movie. <laughs> it gave us Twilight. You I just use vampire say. and pretty in the same sentence. It is. I will have to say that those vampires are pretty. If, if, if vampires look like that, come on, bite me. The entire movie, the entire movie, the way it's shot and everything, even the grotesque this, stuff in that yeah. movie is pretty. Yeah, like the the it's, decaying it's well corpses done. are it's pretty. It's very in that well movie. done. I'm it's sorry, very, but if I live that long to be a vampire, I'm not going to just bite somebody. I'm going to rip their freaking throat out. <laughs> and then as they bleed out, I'll just catch it in a couple. But then you won't it. get a friend. Exactly. Hannibal, no, Hannibal knows that so loneliness. You need a friend. I have Cujo. Why would I need a friend? <laughs> what are you going to bite Cujo? A dog. Vampire dog? Isn't that a movie? It is. a movie. I've never seen it, but I've seen it on like flipping through. Red Jello. Red Jello. I I must correct myself though. Uh, It actually opened a hundred years later, eighteen ninety. I think it was a ninety-seven. You're off. So I was off about a hundred years, but that's okay. The uh, the good old stomping years of Spring Hill Jack. 
Right. Yeah. Or uh, Jack the Ripper. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack, we miss him so well. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Grand Guignol actually literally means the big puppet. The big puppet. Mm-hmm. Our big puppet show. The big puppet show. Yeah. Which like makes sense because the plots of most of them are pretty simplistic. Yeah. yeah. They're like, somebody does something bad, something bad happens to them. Or just something bad in general happens. Yeah. Right. Um, but the initial guy that started it moved over from another really big theater um, in that area and uh, decided to open his own and move on and... Um, made his little place. They did a lot of comedies in the prior one, so he would mix short plays together from like one comedy, and then the next one was not so comic. And but it was pretty interesting, and to to see that it lasted all the way up to 1962. That that was on the the research notes you sent me. That was what I was most surprised by. I know, me too. Because yeah. I was like. Really? It went That's all a way long to, time. That is a long time. Especially for a long time for like something that wasn't like mainstream. Yeah. You know there, what I mean? There, there, was a, was, there was a great note in there though that said that uh, they were getting it filled at the uh, Cineplex because that was the heyday of Hammer Horror. Yeah. Hammer Horror mm-hmm. had like a movie every week if right. you were in Europe. <laughs> Which is probably why you know people stop going to the Grand Guignol so often. Those kids now I can go watch you know, vampires and whatever on the screen horror became mainstream yeah yeah so um but then you know edison had to go and create this thing called film so you're saying it's sort of like one of those sitcom episodes plots like somebody's mom said i went and saw a horror movie it was lovely and then you're like oh mom no i hate it now yeah Yeah, pretty much yeah Yeah. i went to this horror play it was so good oh mom i can't go now let's go to the theater and watch a hammer film Part of the establishment. You don't understand me. <laughs> right? You don't understand horror, man. You just don't get it. Um, yeah, so Edison created film and thus birthed the notion birthed. of filmmaking. Yeah. Um, Edison himself even did a Frankenstein. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. That was uh, one of the first ones he did. Yeah. <clears throat> he moved on from killing animals to pretending to kill people on film. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You know, whatever works. Whatever. You know, it's it's all good. It's all good. Um, but prior so, to sorry, that, I have a dog named Tesla. So if we start if we start praising Edison too much, you can expect things. Aww. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Hi, Tesla. So no, baby Cujo, you will not meet Tesla. No, don't you growl at me. <laughs> Um, wow. Hey, an angry need a dog doggy play there. date, I guess. I think he's back talking. He, he needs to come and play with my cat again. My cat thinks it's a dog. But you made some really like good comments dogs. on the research we were doing mm-hmm. uh, about the Grand Guignol. Yeah. Um, so, my, my, like I said, my first exposure to it is uh, was interview with the vampire because midway through the movie for those who haven't seen it or haven't read the book they go to paris and there is literally a grand guignol they go they go to where it's vampires pretending that they're pretending to kill people on stage which they're, is actually brilliant if you think about it <laughs> yes <laughs> it's very it's very artsy and pretentious too because it is paris and <laughs> right that's just how it is <laughs> um whoa 
I got whiplash. How about you? Okay. Let, let my eyes stop spinning for a minute. Piss Volume One is coming up. Piss? Good, good to know. What? <laughs> I'm very confused. But no, I can't wait to see. Fuck you, Jessica Blair. <laughs> it's a Winter Film Awards. They won awards. Now I'm trying to remember where I got my my list. Where you have it or where you received it? I know I received it. Well, um, from what from stuff I know that uh, a lot of the selections that went into going all theater uh, were uh, kind of related into the Penny Dreadfuls, which there that was a show recently on uh, Showtime. I yeah, and watching that. It's good. It, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, but like there are like elements from actual Penny Dreadfuls in there because Frankenstein is qualified as a Penny Dreadful from that era. So is uh, and like those types of novels typically inspired things that went on the stage. Um, Sweeney Todd became sort of a cult phenomenon. Sweeney Todd. I love Sweeney Todd. Well, if you read it, the <clears throat> there was a novel that came out 1890s, which is bizarre because it's a pulp novel that reads like a testimonial I've, I've read it it's i have got to find do you have the book uh it's somewhere around i think I'm it's we need to borrow this we need to borrow this okay <laughs> well it, it'll make the rounds <laughs> it, it, anyway like it, it's well, a, it's, a, it's, a difficult, it's a difficult read it gotcha. is a very difficult read because it's very much of that era but it, it it plays itself like an investigative piece like this is what happened on this street so and so at this date or whatever so you know it's right. like that all that uh i don't know like the heyday of blair witch you're like did this really happen right <laughs> but uh that became one of the most one of the more popular ones to come up in the uk um anyways um so Penny dreadful, Penny dreadfuls, and Grand Granola were pretty well tied together. We're pretty well tied together for a little bit. Uh, man, I I really didn't know that it lasted up into the '60s. I was really surprised by that. <laughs> um, from my own exposure, from my own exposure, though, uh, we're just like leaving him out in the air, and he's just keep going. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's like watching the little Energizer Bunny. <laughs> He's gonna catch his breath every now and then. Well, yeah. yeah. From, from my own exposure, what I've what I've seen about plot wise, though, mm-hmm. um, the plots of Gwinnell Theater always sort of remind me of uh, EC Comics from like the forties to the six forties to the seventies. You know, they did Tales from the Crypt, but they also had shock suspense stories and all that type of stuff. Right. It was always like, you know cheating wife and lover kill husband oh, yeah. and hus- you know but the the husband actually survives and gets gets revenge, gets revenge on them that type of thing so sort of plays on the idea of hey it's a morality tale so we're going to get away with showing Everything. people getting killed uh, right <laughs> we're going to show them getting mutilated but it's okay cuz it's morality it, it's sort of like a it's sort of like a children's cartoon with murder yeah Kind of. <laughs> Wheel of morality. Learn, learn. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us a lesson we should learn. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, he's scaring me. <laughs> Sorry, I grew up with Animaniacs. I love oh, Animaniacs. They were zany to the max. Yeah. And they had bologna in their slacks. They did. 
<laughs> I laughed till I collapsed. <laughs> but Clinton played the sax. <laughs> <laughs> now, was that before Monica or after? <laughs> no, Monica was playing his slacks. Anyway, I don't remember what my. Where, I was so going to mention the name of the first. Rimshot just movie sounds dirty whenever you put in that context. I know, right? <laughs> who's dirty? What? <laughs> I missed something. I cannot remember where I got to my list. I was going to list off the first few that um, were there in the beginning. Like the very first one minute horror movie. Oh. Is the, that this the, list exe- here? the execution yes. of Mary, the Queen of Scots. Yes, that was it. Yes. The House of the Devil. Which is nothing like the one that came out in the early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the execution of Mary Queen of Scots, I think, is on the list of horror movies by virtue that it's was supposed to be a horrific image for people that would go up to the zoetropes or kinetoscopes, as El- Edison called them. Right. The uh, machines where you could put a, I don't know, probably a penny into it like put your and like put your face down to the visor turn it around and that see was like the vid- video early version of viewfinders <laughs> yeah basically for those well, of you didn't they have like they one used of those giant in one in a house Bram on Haunted Hill. Babe, uh yes dracula yes where she mm-hmm. goes and it's like the werewolf one yeah well yeah uh, it's like the man well, well uh the one they're watching the one they're watching on uh the one they're watching on uh the screen yeah, on uh, Graham Stoker's Dracula is actually the first film film that was like screened around the train coming at the screen, oh, which right, was supposed right, to yeah, have yeah. panicked everybody gotcha, so gotcha, much. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, the but that was Francis Ford Coppola and his his cinema or uh, his film production company is American Zoetrope, named after those machines, right? Which right. You go up to which that I mean, was the giant thing that they used in a House on Haunted Hill that the yeah, that guy yeah, gets yeah, stuck yeah. in with bouncing the ball. Yeah. Like o- operating on the same thing is just, yeah yeah but that's like a giant one <laughs> yeah for much. crazy people because the idea <laughs> was that people. it could scare you straight no one ever put me in one of those <laughs> I know right that's why we're all except it was a personal view, it was a personal viewing experience so I can let the audience uh, <clears throat> leave it up to the audience to figure out what type of movies ended up getting shown at those the most as time went on. Yeah, <laughs> I got an idea. Because it wasn't like the the <laughs> like the original viewfinders that you put the little cards in. They had two images, that, mm-hmm. which is basically what we use now with the, our phones, mm. right? The little thing we put on the VR. Oh, yeah. the VR. Well, that that was more along the lines of the on the on the three D side, the stereoscopic <laughs> images. Right. This uh, this would be more along the lines of. Like a machine, you were you were, or a machine you hand cranked the video, or kind of like when yeah. you when yeah. you have well, the a most book. famous was a horse. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you have a book and you have the little pictures drawn each on each page, yeah, like and then you book. like a flip book and you flip I the pages. Yes. That's kind of yes the, the idea. Awesome. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. so if you wanted a bulky machine to let you watch thirty seconds of video that you had to manually had do, to, right? You know, gotta get those blowing. muscles somehow. Mind blowing! All right. I, yeah, tell that to a kid, and they'll be they'll be so happy to know that exists. Right? <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna watch it on my phone. Yeah. My son Charlie would love it. Oh, yeah. He would love it. <laughs> and he he's a very old. Quit moving, Chris. Sorry, Cujo. <laughs> he's a very old soul. <laughs> Cujo problems. Sorry. Cujo problems. Many Cujo problems. Many Cujo. Yeah, so he gets us. 
So, um, really, the history, I mean, the, in dealing with the early history of uh, cinema, though, we're, we're sort of dealing with special effects more than anything else. Right. Um, well, because primarily you didn't have to worry about sound. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, noticeably, notably, you know, Nosferatu out of Germany. I love that one. I love yeah. that one. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we're, when the stuff we've been talking about is early days where they couldn't get, you know, the, they couldn't get the reels compact enough to give you a full movie. So right. you, just, right. you would just get, like, a scene. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, they were, like, one minute, three yeah. minutes, you know, not very yeah. long at all. Yeah. One of the more interesting <laughs> ones um, for for the audience is interested in the history of cinema at this, at this day, you can go to archive.org, which... Uh, if anything is like if the uh, copyright is lapsed on anything you can go find it there watch it for free oh, right that's awesome most all of these are yeah copyright <laughs> copyright free. free because yeah the, the copyright because they're well long, over 70 years copyright holder is long since passed yeah. so i mean there are some of these that are on like amazon prime and netflix but yeah you don't need subscription to watch most of these right um, exactly well uh Probably the more, probably the most interesting. I'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation, even though I'm French ancestry. Uh, Georges Millet, right? The uh, if you ever watched Hugo, the one that Ben Kingsley is supposed to play in that movie, um, kind of a masterwork of filmmaker. Like you know, he just kind of was did crazy, crazy things with set design and camera tricks and everything. Right. He had one uh, haunted palace in there that's really interesting, although. Uh, you know, it's not based on Edgar Allan Poe's Haunted Palace because that would make too much sense. It's right. sort of like about magician Dracula. <laughs> yeah, like a couple Ooh. a couple of people break into his uh, castle and uh, he starts like disappearing and reappearing all the way around them, and uh, just to- just tormenting them until until the end, basically. Right. <laughs> Which, but it's kind of interesting to think that kind of interesting to think that uh it's you is it me it's not me oh, no, it's me. yeah it's you <laughs> technical difficulty sorry horrifying mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh it was kind of interesting to think that you know, as far as the vampire disappearing and reappearing around, I'm sure that was like amazing to the film going audience at that point, but it was just you know, stop filming then, yeah. re- then resume filming with right? him gone. Well, wasn't it prior to that that uh, vampires weren't like afraid of the sun or something? There was something in Nosferatu that changed the, the way we saw vampires. And I can't remember if it was the sun or the garlic or something like that. As an English major, I should know. I've read Bram Stoker's Dracula a couple times. Bram Stoker's Dracula did a lot for the mythos, but Bram Stoker's Dracula is also full of unreliable narrators because right. there's absolute there's not a third person omniscient narrator in it. Right. You're like listening to a whole bunch of travel logs of Jonathan Harker, and uh, the big the biggest expert you get is uh, Van Helsing. As far as like, as far as experts on vampires in that whole book, right? Yeah. So I mean, they're like tidbits spread throughout about what Dracula's powers and underlings can do. But yeah. Yeah. Vampires were around, but that was one of the quintessential of the time. Yeah. 
Um, but there was there was tons of them. I mean, um, you look at some of the earlier ones, the Hallucinated Alchemist. <laughs> you know, the House of the Devil, the Haunted Castle, uh, photographing a ghost. I mean, these are ones that if, if you want to learn or see where it all really kind of got started in film, I mean, these mm-hmm. are the ones to go watch. Like you said, over at archive.com, probably has a lot of the org. 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 Yeah. Org. It's an organization. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, if, if, you're a, if you're a purist who hates the idea of CG or whatever... And you're the film aspiring filmmaker. You might learn a you might come up with a couple of tricks that you're just like you know people haven't used these for a hundred years. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, the four hundred tricks of the devil, nineteen oh six. I got to see that one. <laughs> Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, as you were saying, Heather. I love that one. <laughs> that one was nineteen oh eight. The duality of man. So, do we have what year Nosferatu was, since we've already name-dropped it? Yes, I do. But I don't think it was as early as we're thinking. I don't I don't think so, either. No, because I think that we'll take on... We'll get into that more next show, because yeah. I think that came out, like, in 20s? I think so. Which would make sense, because the first American film didn't get done until 28 or 29. Yeah. And the less said about that one, the better. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm 19, going through this in... Was it 22? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get into that one next show. Um, here's another one i got to go see from 1915. The Vivisectionist. <laughs> <laughs> what? The Vivisectionist. They have a new Nosferatu coming out in October. I heard that they were working on doing a new one. I hope they do it justice. I love the 20s one. I love the 70s one. I don't know. <laughs> now, what was the one... Um, I think Val Kilmer was in it where they did a movie based on them making the movie. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Was it Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe and uh, John Malkovich. Yeah, it was uh, uh, something of the shadow. Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, that's it. And it was supposed to be all about how they were making Nosferatu and all the problems they had with cast and actors. And yeah, except they fictionalized it that Max Shrek the uh, guy who played the vampire was actually a vampire. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quirky. It's quirky. It's fun. Um, it's kind of like, like the way I feel about music. You know, I've always said that if, if you can't listen to and appreciate classical music, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think you can be that great of a musician. I mean, you may play good and all, but to understand where the music came from, it's the same thing here, you know. All these old original movies, if you don't go back and, and have an appreciation for them, it's kind of like music appreciation class, but film appreciation. Mm-hmm. you got to go in and look at them and see them and go, wow. Well, and that and that's... That's a big part of the archive.org, which does do music and uh, which does music, movies, text, you know, anything that basically doesn't have a copyright hold. There's a whole bunch of TV broadcasts. In right. There. Basically, you know, we put out so much these days. We put out so much these days. There's a whole hesitation for people, you know, like, I don't watch black and white movies. Right. You know, the same, the same, the, you know, the same thing where, where people say that about, you know, subtitles or anything or anything or old, they say it about vintage or I older things. I love some subtitles. 
You get some crazy movies that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't read very fast, so I don't really get into the subtitles. But. I love it. Well, by the time I finish reading the subtitle, they change the scene. I'm like, well, what happened? <laughs> I wasn't done reading. Watch it on half speed. That's what the pause is for. <laughs> yeah. well, you don't need to hear them talking. Half speed will work just fine. That's true. Because <laughs> the words are going to pop up anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I've watched most of the, uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I believe was also into the 20s. Yes. Um, that one's not the same director, though, I don't think. And Nosferatu was F.W. Murnau, but I'm trying to right. remember who did Caligari. Heather Atellis. Because <laughs> Heather's awesome like that. Heather is awesome like that. Robert mm-hmm. Ween. Okay, yes. Was it, and it was in... Is that one German? I think so. Yeah, because Nosferatu was German, wasn't it? 1920. Yes. Yes. I believe. Oh, see. so well, that'll be one of the first ones we talk about next, <laughs> next show. Yep. Because <laughs> we're going to start in 1920 up to the 40s. The um, doc, Dr. Caligari. Yes. It was, It played in a theater in Paris for seven years. Seven years. Seven years. Wow. Jeez. That's a long time. It is. It's for a, one play. You do good if you get a, a, you know a movie I mean? in a theater for seven months nowadays. <laughs> seven weeks. Seven, yeah. Yeah. John Wick Two was John Wick Two was getting all this all this praise, and we had it for two weeks in our theater. Yeah, yes, it, it's yeah. German. It's German. Yeah, we didn't have Resident Evil or Rings or Split for that long either. No. No, but watch, we'll have Lego Batman for like twelve yeah, weeks. 20, yeah, Lego Batman was. Good. I'll have it until spring I have break. no desire, but I'm not I'm not a comic book girl. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like comics are not my thing. But my son and my husband and. A friend went last night while I was out with the girls. Funniest movie I've seen since Nice Guys, so... Really? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen Nice Guys. I haven't recorded. I just haven't watched it yet. Great movie. <sighs> so, in this period that we're talking about, I guess we could talk about what the nature of horror was during this era. True. Um, we could do that. Well, and I think you, you look back and through human history pretty freaking violent oh, i mean yeah. there's nothing like gentle about a yeah. human being there's nothing gentle about a human and, being. and the only reason i wanted to start back with the the grand guignol was because that was the first time i feel it was done as an entertainment mm-hmm. fictionally as opposed That's, to like coliseum the, Ro- the roman coliseum mm-hmm. where it was real life horror displayed yes. right out there in front of you Right, and and I mean we we had novels before that, but this was right. about a collective thing. And right, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these films and stuff like that, they would be shown in an academic setting and stuff like that. Right, but before you know, you started getting full production movie house movies. There was no point in having a cinema. Right. No. so a lot of these were just like. Oh, they're they're showing something. They're showing one of those new movies over there on that right. side street. It's supposed to be pretty graphic. On that do you yeah. side street, do you want to go in the back alley? Yeah, like just well. I mean, they basically they show that they show that type of mentality there right, in right. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Cause yeah, yeah, I remember. They're basically in a circus. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Why is it here? He doesn't do it at your he house. He doesn't do that at my house. No, but he does it here. I'm on his turf. I guess so. (laughs) You're my guest. (laughs) You will do what I want you to do. No, sir. Submit. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, you know, you, you talk about the stories around the campfires and how they grew into writing because there were little things in, in like newspapers and stuff at that time mm-hmm. that would be like little small stories. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and into the, you know, dime store, you know, books. Yeah. Stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The penny dreadfuls. Yes. Of the, time, of the era. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I'm pretty sure that they also had some in in radio shows, but I don't think it was near as big. I think they were because the, those were more like mysteries, yeah, like who done it kind things, of things. Yeah, um, we I actually Chad and I listened listened to a uh, on satellite. They have an old radio. It's like old radio programs that they right, play. Right. The shadow. Like, what the shadow? There's a bunch of them. Yeah. We actually listen to them. Charlie and Chad love them. I mean, because ha- have like, they played the original War of the Worlds? I'm not sure. You can get just. I mean, you just kind of randomly. They don't have like a set like time. But for ones that are long, they have like a set time of the day that you go and you listen to this one story, and it just keeps on. But well, it's great. We 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 haven't gone to the era yet of my favorite one. Um, I used to buy. I used to buy the tapes in mass, but when I would find them. The only thing I would ever pick up from a Cracker Barrel gift shop, they <laughs> they had uh, they had radio tapes of Suspense, which was an old radio show. Right. They had some insane stories that would come through there, which were masterworks of sound design because right. they were, that was the only thing they had to convey right. the story. Right. Right. Yeah. There's, there's one. There's one that the last time Katie and I went camping, I like I had downloaded it on my phone, <coughs> and as it was getting dark, we were sitting there listening to it by the campfire, and I was like, "This is brilliant." Like, do, right? like it's like I should have downloaded a lot more. Yeah, right? for these. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so you idea. brought your own ghost story to tell by the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm lazy. That's what I'm saying. Well, that was exactly, that, that was yeah. the point of my story. Oh, we, oh okay. We've, like, we've all <laughs> heard. I mean, I'm sure, pretty sure, Katie's heard all of his ghost stories. They needed something new. They oh, need to okay, liven it okay. up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep that ghost story spark going, yes. right? You just go get the little Sony camera with the projector on the th- on the front and just watch it on the on the trees, <laughs> on the side of the tent. No, on the side of your neighbor's tent. Yeah, right. there you go. They'll love that. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who are we kidding? There was there was only like two other tents there in the entire place. But it's like you were saying. You can go back and see kind of where humanity was at that time because mm-hmm. if it follows suit the same way it does now you can really depict what's going on based on the films we watch now of what's going on really in the world especially if it's a Romero film mm-hmm. you know um, so I, I'm thinking back then they, they did the same thing that uh, you know they're not going to go chop someone's head off or, or per se because you know that was just too much that's what the first one was true the execution of mary queen of scots is literally just mary getting her head chopped off right, your right. Block, but it wasn't her block like chopped off on a block but it wasn't right. like jason coming in and, and hacking your head off it was right. kind of a uh, everybody knew what, was what, what happen they were familiar with at the time you know with the guillotines and edison was skirting by on edison was trying to play to the exploitation crowd but he presented it as an academic exercise right yeah yeah <laughs> i want a guillotine in my kitchen like a little small one i can cut like carrots with just there you go that would be amazing anybody out there has a guillotine 
Let me know. Would do you, not give her one. I need it. We, no, we you need do not. We need a full size one for Halloween. Wait, mm. is it going to be just like that mm. circumcision thing that uh, Mel Brooks had in Robin Hood? Can I nip the tips? Can I nip the tips? Oh, Lord. But you know there's got to be some CEO somewhere that's got a little one on his desk for cigars. You know there is. Yeah, there has to be. I would if I smoked cigars. I'll leave that to Ronnie. Right? <laughs> By the way, hi, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Long Hello. time. She called you long time. <laughs> I didn't say I'd love him long time. I just said long time. Oh, me love you long time. <laughs> um, but yeah. History of horror. It's really kind of hard to get really into this time period because we weren't there. Mm-hmm. So we can only go based on what we've researched and, and read yeah. and, and watched. And the the problem with the problem with going a little bit too much by the the Guignol and uh, film set pieces is at this era they were just kind of discovering what they could do with film exactly and as far as the plays go they were getting shown in theaters that weren't really getting documented all that much you know they're yeah. they're like it's not that you, it's not that like you're immediately telling all your friends and family like oh we saw Sweeney Todd it was brilliant you need to go see it grandma right right <laughs> um but then you wonder where the, the, the was the Green Guignol and the early theaters once theaters did start coming around where they kind of set up like the old playhouses where at the time the rich were the ones that were on the floor and the peasants were all around the edges because I know a lot of the earlier cinematic theaters in America was set up with the balconies or whatever with the pretense that I believe it was because of how it was subclassified or well you would think the spray zone would be the cheap seats you would think but (laughs) I don't think it was back in, in those days I want to say it was the peasants that had to sit around the tops and stuff because uh, they was, weren't I mean, like paying. That was very that was very much the day for the days of Globe Theater. That was definitely the way it was the day yeah. the way it was. And I mean, as someone who's gone to see a couple of the uh, traveling Broadway shows, mm-hmm. yeah, you pay for the you pay for the front the uh, the front section. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and and but now it's like all the balcony suites are set up for the uber wealthy you know the one percenters in an opera yes yes so um you okay there much better okay good much much better okay um Um, go ahead we both ummed at the same time go ahead okay well like i was saying but like i was saying uh you to get an idea if you know doing this doing this it would it's kind of interesting to go back at what was scary to people of those days. Yeah, and you can definitely get a feel for that from the fiction that came out. These were this was the era that H.P. Lovecraft was writing. It's true. This was the era. Right. I mean, this was um, random crash in the background. <laughs> Edgar Allan Edgar Allan Poe was going around going but going in the late 1800s. I love yeah. some Edgar Allan yeah. Poe. And. It's hard to know. It's hard to. I mean, Frankenstein. You know, exercise in body horror. So right. there was definitely fear of disease, which yes. makes sense. You had right. T- well, yeah, you had TB, which claimed so many people in the Edgar plague. <laughs> I mean, you got the plague. And uh, yeah, because it wasn't. It wasn't too much longer after, yeah, after but, the Black Death. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, like, Not too much. Century. I mean, yeah. you know, people are still like you know. Well, people are still singing. Uh, 
Ebola. With ashes, ashes, we all fall down. I like that right. one. And nowadays it's Ebola. Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to get Ebola and die. Yeah. <laughs> Ebola. I've never heard that jump rope rhyme. We need to come up with one. Oh my God, that's amazing. And guess what I found? What'd you find? Guillotine plans. There you go. I'm going to order me some guillotine plans. You find it on Etsy? I found it on the guillotine headquarters. I've always wanted to build one. Headquarters. Uh, Headquarters. Headquarters. Uh, That would be interesting. We should make that. I'm just worried that they're all going to be, all the instructions are going to be in French. Yeah. (laughs) But wouldn't that be interesting, though, if we made a guillotine that had two blades that were like in the shape of a plus sign and it actually quartered the head? Oh. Yeah. The head of lettuce, since this is going in the kitchen? Yes. Yeah. That's what I've been. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) No other filmmakers take that idea. I will be using it. You can, they have like full size. Oh, I thought you said dyke. (laughs) Full dyke. No. I did not mention okay, that. They, 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 they like have <laughs> full-size plans, and then they have model plans. So model you could plans. actually build a working guillotine in your backyard Let's for do $38. It. Let's do it. Let's do it. $38. That's I how much th- the plans are, I $38. Think that, I think you still need the materials. And I own a, build and our, I own a building material store. That's not hard to come by, dude. <laughs> I know. <Right? laughs> <laughs> you know, because she's the real deal in Steve. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, hey. No, not her. Her father. Actually, no. Have you not Shameless heard my new commercial? Yours? I have a commercial. She yes. did one. I did a commercial. She's so comfortable in front of the microphone. I am. She I is. am. It took one one try. Not any. It, okay. it was like. Did you sing? Uh, No. You do not <laughs> no, want to have no, this. No jingle? No, no. Real deal for still in Central Texas. Bradbury Village. That's right. Anybody listening? Need any mm-hmm. materials? Come see me. Shameless self-promotion. Hey, I, I'm... <laughs> wow. <laughs> you need your hair you need done? Kujo, you are way too excited tonight. You need to calm down. He's like, Heather's he's not here. over here humping my arm, we're good. <laughs> Dog. So, yeah. Um, so next week, we will be touching on 1920 to 1940. But not mm. each other. No. No. <laughs> And I'll be touching on each other. Oops. My wife will be relieved to hear that. Yeah. So will my husband. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all want to touch on yourselves while you're listening, <laughs> hey, or Jim, each other. Who, I mean, who are we to stop you from right. enjoying this broadcast? <laughs> yeah. Enjoy I, it how you will. Maybe don't send me messages about it. On yeah, we don't Facebook need to know that. No, 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 no. We don't. We don't want to know no. about it. No, no, no selfies no, no. at that time. No but, judgment, but you know. Don't but speaking them. of which, <laughs> you can always catch us over on our Instagram mm-hmm. and our Twitter. Yes. And then uh, there's that other place. Go- the Googles. The Facebook. The Googles. Oh, the Book of Faces. The Book yes. of Faces. Book of Faces. Yes. Yes. And um, Google. And Google. Yeah, you can subscribe to us on Google Play right. and or. The- um, I the I e-tunes. Just, oh, the e-tunes. What are you? No. It-tunes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Our English major, his head's about to explode over yeah, there. Yeah, he's like... I can see that. I can, it's like it's like watching scanners right here. It's, I mean, the, the, the veins are pulsing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just cleaned the slow man. Don't pop a head. <laughs> <laughs> but yes always uh subscribe to us over on uh, we also do have a, a youtube channel mm-hmm. uh which we will get back into that here 
shortly. We do. We do. Uh, that one is Fear Central Net, one word, because Fear someone Central. already had Fear Central, so kid. Put a couple of skateboarding videos on there. Uh, yeah. Greg. Yeah. Damn you, Greg. <laughs> I don't so, know if that's uh, his name, but it probably We don't is. know. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah, we'll whatever. just call him Greg. Greg. Greg the skateboarder. Um, but yes, uh, YouTube, Fear Central Net, one word, all together. Uh, and then regular face, uh, Fear Central over on Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. The Facebooky. And then uh, check us out and subscribe over at the iTunes and Google Play. The Google Play. Google Play. Google Play. Google Play. I said it correctly. Paul. You did. Mm-hmm. I was she trying did. to, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 I just want to see if scanners will really work on him. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love Cronenberg, I, I think I'm okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, next week, check us out for part two of our history of horror or horror's history. How do you want to put it? 20s and, 20s and 30s? 20s and 30s. 20s okay. to 40s. Mm-hmm. 20s to 40s. Yeah. To 40s. 20 to 40s. Okay. 20s and 30s. Okay. Okay. Um, and we will catch y'all again next week. And as always, stay scared. Aha. Fear Central is a product of Thoughtbox Studios. Copyright 2017. For more information, visit thoughtboxstudios.com.